Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Okay, so if the thought of taking college-level classes while in high school is kind of appealing to you, dual enrollment might be for you. It's a completely optional way to get some college credits during your high school years. Pretty cool. That's what we'll be talking about today. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. All right, so the motivation to do it is really kind of mostly around cost because the ability to knock out expensive credits before arriving on campus can both accelerate your graduation timeline and limit your out-of-pocket costs for a degree. So let's explore the ins and outs of this dual enrollment. First of all, let's go ahead and define what dual enrollment actually means. So it's sometimes called dual credit. It's just a type of class that counts for both high school and college credit. Eligible high school students can take dual enrollment classes. If the student passes the class, the credit counts toward both their high school diploma and college degree. Here's how dual enrollment works. So the appeal of dual enrollment is the ability to fulfill high school requirements and college coursework at the same time, but the exact mechanics of the program vary based on the school. Typically, students start by applying to a dual enrollment program. The student can pursue a bachelor's degree, associate's degree, or even a certificate. If accepted, students can take the available classes that suit their interests and strengths. Depending on the situation, though, classes can be taken through high school, online courses, or a local community college. The student must achieve a grade of at least a C to pass the class. Regardless of grades, though, it becomes a part of your college record. So when it's time to apply to college, the school may or may not accept dual enrollment credits. Grr. In-state public colleges are more likely to accept dual enrollment credit than out-of-state colleges or even private universities. Let's talk about dual enrollment versus AP classes. Both dual enrollment and AP classes offer the chance to earn college credit as a high school student. However, the two types of classes are very different. So here's a breakdown of the differences. First of all, location. Dual enrollment classes are college courses made available to high school students. While some high schools have dual enrollment options on campus, a lot of students must take these classes on a college campus or online. In contrast, advanced placement or AP classes are exclusively taught by high school teachers. While AP classes are designed for college-level learning, students won't have to take these classes online or through a community college. Course length. Most dual enrollment courses last for a single semester, which equates to half the school year. In some cases, AP classes only last for a single semester, but AP classes often last for a full school year. So the ability to take classes by the semester opens the door to more coursework opportunities. All right, let's talk about credit now. Students who pass a dual enrollment course with a C or better automatically receive college credit. If the college you choose to attend accepts dual enrollment credits, there's just no extra testing requirement. However, Students taking an AP course must pass a standardized exam at the end of the year. The college you plan to attend will determine the minimum score to receive credit. Let's talk about some requirements. Dual enrollment requirements vary from state to state. Typically, only junior and senior high school students can pursue dual enrollment credits. 
but some states allow exceptions for gifted students. In certain states like Alabama, Florida, and North Carolina, students must maintain a minimum GPA to stay in dual enrollment programs. For many, the requirement is a 3.0 unweighted GPA. Additionally, many states require students to obtain a written recommendation from a high school or college staff member. The recommendation should include why the student is ready for dual enrollment courses. Many dual enrollment programs also require parent permission, a minimum SAT score, completed course prerequisites, and any other requirements set by the administering college. Let's talk about cost. Okay, so the exact costs depend on where you live. In some cases, dual enrollment options are free through community colleges. According to Pearson, dual enrollment classes may range from free to $400 per class. Additionally, students may need to purchase expensive textbooks. The average cost of a traditional college course is $926. With that, dual enrollment is often a more affordable option than traditional college coursework. Pros and cons of dual enrollment. All right, so every educational choice has advantages and disadvantages. So here's what to keep in mind about dual enrollment. First up, let's talk about the pros. It's a cost-effective option. It's often more affordable to take dual enrollment courses, as we just touched on, than traditional college classes. Also, you lighten your degree requirements. Completing some of your required coursework before you even touch campus helps you reduce costs and save time. Challenging classes. Dual enrollment classes are more intense than high school classes, so you push yourself to learn and grow with more rigorous course options. And, of course, motivation. Research has shown that students who choose dual enrollment programs are more likely to graduate from high school and college. Let's touch on some of the cons, shall we? It's challenging classes. A pro and a con, because if you don't pass the class with at least a C, it's not going to count toward high school or college credit, and you just wasted a whole lot of time and effort. Shortened college experience. I know a lot of students want the full college experience, so coming to campus with significant credits may shorten your path to a degree. A pro and a con, depending on who you are. <laughs> and credits don't always transfer. Not every college will accept your dual enrollment credits. You need to research to determine which colleges will actually accept the credits. Transportation. If you have to attend classes at a community college, that might impact your high school activities. At some schools, you kind of might be on your own for transportation. The bottom line, dual enrollment provides an interesting opportunity for high school students to supercharge their learning experience. You can tackle general education requirements at a relatively affordable price point before heading to college. Plus, stacking up on dual enrollment credits can help you minimize college costs. But before signing up for dual enrollment courses, make sure you can commit the time and energy required to succeed as college-level coursework can definitely be intense. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful to you. If you want to find out more, you can dig deeper inside this article. Just copy and paste the title of the podcast right into the search bar at thecollegeinvestor.com. Also, follow us all over social media. We're like, you know, everywhere. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.